and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case, and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in our studio today is my co-pilot, Lil Barron. Hey, Mr. Case. Lil Barron. <laughs> wow. I know, right? <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. We're, we're coming into our winter months. Yes, we are. Here. And uh, at least here in Southern Utah, I know there are places around the world and around the country where they've already, you know, they've already been in winter for yes. a while, but we're, we're getting into them. And regardless of where you're at, if you're in the Northern hemisphere, mm-hmm. your days are getting shorter, your temperatures are dropping. It's not quite as much fun to be outside, <laughs> right? Right. And this can lead to a little bit of a challenge mm-hmm. because it's outside in the sun when we get our needed dose of vitamin D. It's true. Right. Mm-hmm. So Catherine Johnston, who is a registered dietitian and certified personal trainer, says vitamin D supports our immune system health. Ooh. As little as 10 to 15 minutes of sunshine exposure a few times a week can provide a great dose of vitamin D. So she recommends that we try to be intentional about getting outside. But again, in the winter months, it's not as much fun to do that. Uh, Sarah Bourdais, a dietitian nutrition coach, adds that vitamin D plays a role in protecting our body, not only from osteoporosis, which it does, but also high blood pressure, diabetes, infections, and immune system disorders, like we just said, as well as some cancers. Mm -hmm. So vitamin D is important. So today I thought I would share just a few ways to tell if we happen to be lacking in the vitamin D area. Oh, great. And this is according. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> just all stuff you just wanted to hear today, yeah. right? Well, I'll have them, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is all according to an article from ETNT Health that was written by Heather Nugent. And uh, she interviewed this uh, Dr. Catherine Johnson, who says it's not always easy to know if you have a vitamin D deficiency until you already have significant damage to your bones or other related health (laughs) issues. She says, however, there are a few earlier signs of a potential vitamin D deficiency that you can watch out for. And those are the things we're just going to touch briefly on. The first one is bone pain. And she says, especially in your back. So frequently, um, you know, if you're feeling that bone pain in in your back, that's that's a warning sign. She also says frequently getting sick with colds and other bugs, like we said, vitamin Mm -hmm. D is important to Mm -hmm. your uh, immune system. Feeling tired after you're getting adequate sleep. So if you're not getting sleep (laughs) and you're tired, then that's something else, which we've talked about before. (laughs) But if you're getting if you're getting enough sleep. And um, you're still feeling tired. That's a that's a warning sign. It's a the potential an it, potentially an indicator right. of a vitamin D deficiency. That doesn't guarantee right. a vitamin D deficiency, but an indicator. Doctor Pananinen adds to that that it's important to get your vitamin D levels checked annually through your physician. Ooh. But Johnson says vitamin D deficiency can be diagnosed with a simple blood test. But many physicians don't check vitamin D routinely unless you have risk factors such as a digestive disorder. So. So if you're feeling some of these symptoms and you suspect that you might have a vitamin D deficiency, you need to ask your doctor to check your labs at your next appointment. And keep in mind that many people are deficient midwinter, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Because we're not getting outside. So if you're going to get your vitamin D checked now is a good time to do it because that is going to be at its lowest level right now. So the heater under my desk. Is that, that is not going to help oh, you with your vitamin D. It's going it. to keep you warm. <laughs> it's not going to keep you 
vitamin D high. Additionally, some groups of people are at a higher risk of vitamin D deficiency. That includes older adults or those who are taking certain medications that have a history of gastrointestinal surgery, people not exposed to sunlight regularly, which is why it's so low Mm -hmm. in the wintertime, people with darker skin and those living in an area with more air pollution. Those are all people at higher risk. And uh, we know that the body needs vitamin D to form what is called the active form of vitamin D. This active form has a bunch of important roles in our body. We've talked about a number of them. Uh, but one other thing, this is kind of a warning sign. One of the things that it does is it helps with your muscle contraction and relaxation. So if you don't feel like you can contract your muscles the way that you think that you should be able to, that's a warning sign. It also doesn't uh, allow your muscles to relax sufficiently if you're vitamin D deficient. And so a lot of times you get cramping in your muscles oh. if you are deficient in vitamin D. So just a few things yeah. to watch for, keep your eye on, get out in the sun, even in the winter, mm-hmm. we got to get outside. You want to eat foods that have higher concentrations of vitamin D like salmon, um, eggs, mushrooms. Uh, those are things that you need to look for as well as maybe supplementation. Huh? But vitamin D is important. Yeah. So Okay. Does that, does that make you feel? A little bit better. Okay. <laughs> a little bit better. <laughs> a little. Today, Lil... Our guests, we're gonna we're gonna tell one heck of a story. We are. Rosemary Olson was a first year athlete this year at the games. She competed as a swimmer. Mm-hmm. And well, why don't let's just let her yeah. tell her story. Rosemary, so. how are you today? Hi, just fine. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Oh, my word, thank you for joining us. <laughs> yes. So uh, like I said, first year swimmer at the Husband World Senior Games. I'm curious how you found out about the games and how you decided, yeah, that's for me. That's what I'm going to do. Well, um, we have friends who participate in the senior games. His name is Sid Jensen and he is six foot seven and he's about 89 now, but he was setting world records and, you know, his, his basketball team was always earning gold. So I knew about the games. That was the first time I heard about the games. Um, I started swimming after my husband had heart surgery, and they suggested swimming would be a good way to strengthen his heart. So the first time I showed up at the swimming pool, well, I'd had those anti-drowning classes for about (laughs) six weeks when I was, you know, 10 years old or something, but I hadn't had any swimming. So the first time we went to a real pool, and the pandemic closed the pools for a while, but um, that 25 yards looked so far away i didn't think i could i didn't think i could make it from one end to the other and there were lots of charlie horses along the way and uh you know treading water and that kind of thing but i've always known that water is my happy place i would really rather swim than walk i'm not very good at it but i absolutely love it love it love it love it i would swim twice a day if i could um so i i got pretty good. I mean, I was kind of surprised at how fast I was moving through the water, and it just felt so good, and I was just always so happy. I remember one time they had closed the pool again, and we couldn't go in, and the first day back in the pool, I I got in the water, and I pushed up, and I almost choked because I was giggling. It felt so good (laughs) to get back in the water. Oh, I was was just so happy. Anyway, so then I thought, well, I want to go a little faster, so I started watching YouTube videos, and um, it just felt so natural and comfortable to be in the water, and so I just swam and swam and swam, and and sometimes... um, 
<laughs> this was another time when I thought, you must really love to swim because you know how your GPS says, exit in one mile. And I would smile to myself and say, I swam that far this morning. And as I would drive along, I would think, there goes the backstroke, there goes the breaststroke. You know, I was kind of <laughs> thinking in terms of my strokes as I was driving. So, um Anytime I thought about going to the senior games, oh, my husband has a cousin who goes, Rick Peterson, he goes, and uh, he was encouraging me. And my eye doctor, he actually held some records there at the senior games for several years in swimming, and he was encouraging me. So I thought, okay. So I'd never had any lessons from a, a real person, so I asked the lifeguard to watch my strokes and tell me which one he thought was the best. And so he watched me and he said, you know, breaststroke is really hard to get that timing right. And you look just textbook. It looks really good. So why don't you register for the 50 and 100 yard or meter or whatever it was? Okay, sure. So I got online and registered and got my athlete number and, and I was all set. So pretty exciting. And then I started getting really serious about training and doing dry land exercises and you know, I, I even had my husband video me swimming, and I sent it to a high school senior who was on the swim team, and I said, give me some some critiques and some drills to do. So I was, I thought I was, you know, I was trying to do the best I could. So, well, yeah, you um, were, you were, um, I, <laughs> there's so, there's so much here, but, yeah. but you were taking it serious. Like you had decided I wanted to be a competitive swimmer and you did the best that you could to get yourself prepared and ready for yeah. that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So when I got there, I, I did know enough to know that it's real easy to be disqualified doing the breaststroke. So when I got there and um, Terry and Ruth Reed were my hosts and they said, you need to talk to Cindy Gilmore because she will, she will know exactly what to do. So I met with Cindy so I wouldn't, uh, and I had her watch me swim, and she, she, I'd never had anybody say, swimmers, take your mark. I didn't know how to start the race. <laughs> right. I, I had no, I mean, that was such a new concept. I'd never even thought about, on your mark, get set, go, or whatever they say. Right. Or or whatever. <laughs> so. It was so funny. She would say, swimmers, take your mark. And then she'd say, go. And I'd just sit there. I just I was so shocked that I didn't realize, now you push off. And she said, get your feet behind you. You know, get, turn this way. Look at the time. Look at the guy. That Anyway, so it all happened. And um, she worked and worked and worked with me. She called it wall work. So we pushed off and got back and the start and finish, I guess, and the turns. So she, she helped me not disqualify. I love, I love that. And um, this isn't, this is your life no. or anything like that, but we <laughs> but do, close. we do actually have Cindy with us uh, on the program. Um, Cindy, first of all, thank you for joining us. Yes. Oh, how fun. Thank you for having me. And um, I'm just, I'm just curious. So you were kind of called a little bit out of the blue by Rosemary. You hadn't met before, right? No, no. And so she calls you up and says, I've got some friends. They, they're, they're mutual friends. We know each other. Uh, they tell me I got to get with you. And you're like, what? Like, let's, yeah, let's do it. Or like, how does, how does, how do you make this appointment and get together? Well, we connected via text and then via phone and, I was at the pool. I said, come on down. Let's try it in this pool where, where you're going to be competing. And uh, 
her main goal that she told me was she didn't want to be disqualified. That was her main goal. And a little sidebar, she did great. I got disqualified. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I had, I had three golds, two silvers, and one DQ. And one DQ <laughs> and in my, the many, many, right? many, many years of not swimming, of swimming competitively, I've been disqualified one other time. So <laughs> I find that really ironic. But she didn't. And so that was a real win for all of us. I loved that. So we just set up a time and she came down and we, we worked out in the pool and I uh, watched her stroke. She's obviously a natural. Um, it, swimming is very, very technical. Um, like she said, you can disqualify very easily. There's so many little things in this in swimming that can make you really good or make you really bad, can slow you down, speed you up, um, make you sink, make you float. And uh, she was obviously a natural, but a real newbie. Yeah. And my hat or my cap in this case just totally goes off to Rosemary for doing this because it really is very scary. Everybody in the um, pool area is watching. It's a lot of noise. It's a lot of commotion. Things are happening really quickly. And you're you, in a you, swimming suit. <laughs> you're in a right? swimming suit and you're 16. <laughs> and you're like, this is not even right. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. It's yeah. true. And, and she was just so brave to do it. I just am so proud of her because she just, she took it on and she was pretty much scared to death there and yeah. she did it. And um, I think she had a lot of fun and I'm hoping she'll be back. And, um, and I think she'll be back a much better swimmer. And I'm going to encourage her to join a master swim team because that's the way you really get better. Have some friends to go swim with, have a coach to help you and you will improve, especially someone like Rosemary, because she would listen to everything I said and she could do it. Some very, people very, listen and they don't, they aren't able to put it to their bodies, especially yeah. in water. Water's a whole other element that other sports don't have. So it sounds but like she's very coachable. Very coachable. She yeah. really wanted to learn. She was, she tried really hard. She took what I said and put it, put it in and, and she didn't disqualify. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is one of the things that I love the most about senior and master of sports. And that is that, that feeling of we're just going to help each other out, right. you know, and you don't always get to see that in youth sports and you don't always see that in professional sports or at the college level right. because it's such a, a highly competitive environment. And that's understandable. You know, right. we, we get that. There's, there's a lot at stake there. Um, but in master sports and in senior sports, everywhere we go across the board, it doesn't matter the sport. Could be swimming, could be cycling, could be pickleball, could be race walking, whatever it is. It just feels like generally speaking, there's this wonderful feeling of we're all in this together. Yep. We all just want to help each other out. And, uh, I, you know, we just see that time after time after time at the games and in other events where we go. And this is a perfect example exactly. of, uh, Cindy, you, you could have said, well, you know, I'm busy or I've got other things or, you know, there's any number of things that could have come up, but instead you chose to reach out and to help Rosemary and Rosemary, I got to say, I love that you are taking this serious. Like I think a lot of people might've just shown up without any real idea and that's fine too. There's nothing wrong with that. Let's get it figured out. But uh, you're reaching out and trying to get the, get the wall work in (laughs) 
and figure out what it is. And I love when you shared, it seems like such a basic thing, but it, but if you've never done it before, how would you know? Like that whole rhythm of swimmers being called to the line and where they go and how they get there. And then what is it? Is it one, two, three, go? Is it ready, set, start? Like what is it that works? And, uh, here you are learning this all just within hours of your first competition. What's right, going through your head there? I'd never, I'd never even seen a swim meet. I, I didn't know how it worked. And they, they were talking about heats, and I'd, I'd heard that word, but everybody was lined up to get this heat sheet, and so I figured I better get in line too. And <laughs> because everyone you- <laughs> else is in a line, right? <laughs> so it tells you what event you're in and what heat you're in, and then what lane you're in. So those were the three important numbers, and I wasn't even sure how the lanes were numbered, like. One to eight, left to right. I, I, I was. It was a real possibility that I had come all this way and worked so hard and wouldn't even be in the right place at the right time. Right. So I had, um, you know, what I saw, the mood that was in the, and it was a beautiful. Oh my goodness! It was just a beautiful arena. That that it is, huntsman, yeah. Uh, yeah. or I mean the what's it's, it called? The center of human performance. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, just to be there, just to be there and experience the feeling there. Oh, it was just incredible. But it was clear. It was absolutely clear. The moment I saw all of those people, I felt like I'd been dropped into the Olympics and and I had no business being there. And all of a sudden it, it turned to full on just panic. Yeah, and an, an my, anxiety my, attack, right? Oh gosh, absolutely. I had my <laughs> my fifty year old stripe of beach towel. That was what I brought with me, which uh, it, that's the only towel I've ever used when I go to the pool. And I had that I'd found kind of a corner behind the lifeguard chair that was shoved over to the side, and I was over there fielding texts from home. You've got this, <laughs> Grandma. You're going to do great. And I was just blinking back the tears. It was horrible. And I, and I thought, no, no, you don't. You don't have this. You don't even know where to be. And I guess I, I at this point, Linda and I have talked. My story and her story are slightly different right here. Apparently, I stumbled out from behind the lifeguard chair and, and through my tears, I said, where's line one? And Linda was so incredibly calm and reassuring. She said, I'm going to stay with you until the beginning of your race. I looked up at the scoreboard and races were being finished they were cycling through in 47 <laughs> seconds and it was over. And then I, I tried was on to the next math. race. I tried to do the math and figure out when I was up next. I, I mean, I was just, I was ready to bolt. I was ready to run for the locker rooms. And Linda was there and she said, I'm going to stay right with you. And she was so calm and I'd been crying so hard that I, I couldn't even, I mean, I didn't know how I was going to swim. I said, I need a tissue. And she said, you have a towel. You have a towel. So, <laughs> oh, so matter of fact, I blew my nose on the towel. She says, "It's time. you should take off your sweats now. And and before I knew it, I was swimming. And, I could, and she said, oh, good, you're in lane one. I'll be able to walk along with you and shout at you. And I thought that was kind of odd. Why would she shout? What, were, what was she going to shout? And then I heard her voice. And she was saying, and you knew oh, she was oh, there. Yeah. Oh, she walked me through the entire thing. Oh. Ever, up and back four times. Cindy was filming the whole thing. I was so supported. I was. I, I just 
could never have done it without those two. Uh, it was just absolutely the greatest moment of my life. And I couldn't have done it. I just couldn't have done it without Linda and Cindy. And, and to and finish Rosemary, and not disqualify and to look yeah. up on the board and there was my name. That was, was just name. amazing. And again, again, this isn't this is yeah. your life, but we actually do have Linda DeSanders, who you've been referring to. Uh, Linda, also thank you for joining yes, us. Thank you. So oh, you're, you're, just, you're just there at the meet, and um, you see Rosemary, who you know for whatever reasons seems like she's intimidated by this process. What's what are you thinking as you as you see this woman who seems to be distraught? What what what's going through your mind right now? Well, when she first came up to me, she was she had her heat sheet, and she goes, does this mean that I'm in lane one? And I said, yes, lane one is right here. And then she went back to the lifeguard stand and put on clothes because she was early. And I wanted her to stay warm and keep her muscles warm before yeah. she competed. And that's when I went back to her, and she cried, and I encouraged her, and I said, I'm going to stay with you. I know exactly what it feels like it's scary this was my first huntsman i've not competed i started competing when i was 65 and so this was kind of new all of this was new um and so i came alongside rosemary and i teach swimming and so um i love to help and this got my mind off of my next race and i love to help rosemary and what was cool is the second day she wanted to dive in so we practiced her dives into the warm-up pool um she practiced several times and then she dove off the side of the pool and started her second event diving in, which she wasn't going to do the first day. <laughs> so she did amazing things all through the meet. And then when she finished, I was like, Oh, she did awesome. I'm so proud of her. And my coach said she got third. What? <laughs> and she did. There were two other swimmers that were coming in later and she beat. Two other swimmers. So she got third place, and I was so proud of her. Uh-huh. And it was just so ecstatic being able to help her and um, see her accomplish that. That was such a huge milestone. Linda, once again, this is just, it's just my favorite yeah. thing. It's my Mine favorite too. thing about being involved with the games is watching people step up and help each other out and then watching friendships form from that. You brought up an important point that I think is it's worth it for all of us to remember that. And it's this. Rosemary feels like you were there helping her, which you were. And thank you and congratulations for that. Yes. But in that act of serving Rosemary which was so valuable to her in this karmic universal type way you're you're helping yourself at the same time i know that's not why you did it but at the same time you're helping yourself and you know taking your mind off of your own nerves by helping someone else and um what just what a beautiful beautiful thing that uh happened and in rosemary's life and in linda in your life Mm -hmm. and cindy yours as well you you're such a integral part to the the whole process and the whole story you ladies are such a great example to to me and i think to anyone (laughs) and lil yeah lil and any of us that are listening to this right now um this is the way life can be right this is how we can help each other out this is what it can be 
all about. And thank you for sharing your experience of yeah. the three of you. And uh, thanks for just being that example. We, yes. we need, if there was ever a time, it's right, right now where we need yeah. a little, little bit of that. Yeah. So thank you guys for sharing that. Um, unfortunately, we've run out of time. I know we could spend more time with each of you and, and yes. share more of your story and your experience. But let me once again just say thanks to each of you. We hope that we'll see you next year back at the Human Performance Center at Dixie State University swimming better than you've ever swam before. Yes. And uh, congratulations <laughs> to each of you for this this whole experience. Yes. And thanks for joining and, us. And for epitomizing what why we get up in the morning absolutely as as you know the staff at the huntsman world senior games so thank you you're welcome thank you thank you for making a great meet it was fabulous thank you you. wonderful huntsman is just such a joy well, thank you. A and we, joy. <laughs> we we feel that way because of athletes like you. Right. So so Absolutely. thank you so much. Wonderful holiday season to all yes. of you. And hopefully we'll, again, like I said, we'll see you next year. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Lil. Oh, so, did I just give you goosebumps? Yes, and I did so tear great. up. I'm so, so glad great. I didn't have to talk. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me share just a couple of things just to okay. round us out here. Believe it or not, it's time to start thinking about next year, Lil. I know. It's crazy. crazy. But on January 1st of 2022, team mm-hmm. registration is going to open. The dates of the 2022 games are set for October 3rd through the 15th. Mm-hmm. Put on your calendar on March 1st is when individual athlete registration opens. Right. In the meantime, check out Senior Games we got a bunch of details there. All of this year's results are there. You can see Rosemary's name right? there in the swimming event. <laughs> We've also got uh, 16 different news broadcasts that focus on various aspects of the games. All of this at SeniorGames.net. We want to remind you to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. And, of course, we take this live show and turn it into a podcast. You can subscribe to podcast the podcast anywhere that you find your favorite podcast. And you can also find this as well as other shows once again on our website at SeniorGames.net. So check that out. Today's inspirational thought comes from the author Ken Poirot. And he says, today is your opportunity to build the tomorrow you want. Mm -hmm. Until next Thursday, stay active. Stay active.